0: Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are gonna allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Digger Girl. My name is Kimberly Olson, your hostess. And today I have special guest, Amira Alvarez. And I'm pumped and beyond belief because I said, how do I not know you? You're amazing. And we need to be friends. So we are going to share our new friendship with you guys today in this fun conversation. So welcome on, girlfriend. I'm so excited to have you.
1: I am so excited to be here. We just like we're doing the pre-interview, like get to know each other. And we're both like, oh, We need to be best friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have so much in common, but the really cool thing is all the things that you're teaching because there's so many amazing pieces of content, resources you do on in-person events, offline, online, virtual, you're you're offering so much value that's aligned with what I want them to learn, you know? So that's why I think this is just going to be so helpful for everyone listening today. So we thought it would be great to dive into your, you've had an amazing quantum leap in your business and probably it's just keeps going up and up and up. Um, where you, uh, similar story to me, you made, uh, one year made 138,000 and in one year broke 700,000. And a lot of the girls listening want that. They're like, I need the breakthrough. I need to figure it out. And it's not just about that income. It's about figuring out, you know, if you're, there's areas you're sabotaging, what do you need to fix in your business? So I thought we could talk a lot about that, but first, do you mind sharing a bit about who you are, your story and what got you into the world of entrepreneurship so they can get to know
1: you better? Absolutely. So I started this by building my own business. Right, I I was in corporate, and I left that job because I had physical pain and I was stressed out, and I thought anything but this. (laughs) And I I went and I trained in a particular mind body technique, and I thought this is great. I'm just gonna hang my shingle out; the people will come. And it didn't work that way. Did that too. It It was like (laughs) I was like so naive about that, and I but it started a really positive path for me. And there's always an opportunity in every situation. And the big opportunity for me, there was learning about marketing sales, how to grow business, how to move through the blocks, all of that. And I, I started that journey from my very first you know, course that I took, and then I took the next one and I signed up for this and I signed up for this. And it was an incremental thing to the point where I was, one of the most successful people in a couple of years in my industry in the San Francisco Bay area. And people started asking me, how was I doing that? And I was just like, let me tell you, and you do this and you do this and you do this. And I really one loved helping people in that manner Two, I found that I had a natural aptitude for it. And so naturally the business shifted to moving from running my own business, which was successful to then helping other people scale their own business. So that was the, that was the sort of on ramp to doing this. And I will say that when I made that transition, I was already making just under six figures when I transitioned away. I moved, there were some other life events. And that first year when I shifted to really focusing on how to help women in particular, scale their business, I made 30K that year. It was not, it was fun, it was something, <laughs> but it was not I mean, enough, too sexy, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the second year I tripled it. And that's not part of like the sort of bio story, but I think it's an important piece mm-hmm. for people to hear because I, I was doing something right. I went from 30 to 90 in one year, which is fairly significant. Mm-hmm. And I was proud of that, but I didn't have a clue how I did it. Like I knew I was working really hard, um, but it was like throwing spaghetti at the wall. I didn't know what I was doing that was actually moving the needle. Mm -hmm. And so I call this being, and I learned not a phrase that I've made up, but it's a useful phrase, which is being an unconscious competent. You're doing something right, but you're completely unconscious about what that thing is. And then that third year, I kept doing that grinded out push hard um, thing. And I was working the 12 to 14 hours and it was unsustainable. I had crossed the six figure mark and it felt great to have done that. But I was looking around and I was like, this is not what successful people do. Right? <laughs> like, like, and, and here's the thing. I, I, th- I think probably a lot of the women in your audience will relate to this. There was like the pivotal moment was end of a long day, it was probably 7pm at night, I'd probably been up working at my, on my laptop since six, let's say. So mm-hmm. what is that? 13 hours. Okay. And I'm sitting on the floor of my office with the, the actual laptop on my lap, leaning up against the, the couch. And my husband calls up and he's like, hey, honey, dinner's ready. You want to come down? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be right down. I'm just going to get one more thing done. <laughs> yeah. And 45 minutes go by, right? And he's like, "I'm starting without you." Not in a guilt way. Not in a, you know, I'm pissed off Almost at you way. At but, night. <laughs> but but it's like I'm ready. Like I'm right. not going to hold up my life, okay? And I looked at myself, and I was like, "And this is the the, the behind the scenes shameful part, right. Right? right? Like I was in the clothes that I'd slept in. These were not sexy <laughs> little negligee, right? This was like the dog hair covered sweats." Oh, yeah. And it, I hadn't showered, I hadn't brushed my teeth. It wasn't a client day, let me tell you, right? <laughs> and, but like, because it wasn't a client day, I didn't have the self-worth to get my shit together. Sorry if totally. I can I'm no, sorry. It's okay. It's okay, totally fine. <laughs> um, and, and it was a huge freaking wake up call. Like that was like, I was looking at myself as like, you know, you work hard. I get that, that that's part of it. You have a great product or service product that you're offering, a service that you're offering. And you're pretty smart, you know, I'll throw back my hair and be like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty smart, but this is not moving the needle. Like it's, it, you can't scale. You can't 10 times your work hours, right. To 10 times your income. So that was when I really started trying to triangulate. How do you actually leverage? How do you actually scale? What, what, what are successful people doing that I'm not actually doing? And I had to get really honest with myself. Wow. Yeah. That must've been difficult. And I can totally relate. I remember my mom was
0: visiting and I was like, Oh good. Someone's with the children, you know? And I did the same thing. I was just like, I think I've been wearing these for two days. Did I shower today? I don't think so. Like just go, go, go grind, grind, grind. And there's like, it's, you're never there. It's not like you're like, okay, check the list off. Had a great day. Like there's always more to do, right? Cause we're entrepreneurs. Yeah. So you never, ever get there. And for those listening Some of you might say, oh, well, gosh, like I would do anything to have, you know, to be able to work those hours and make that money. However, this will apply for you that don't have a lot of time because you can make six figures um, working a couple hours a day. It's like, I've scaled back so much. I counted and I think I'm under 30 a week where before it was like, 50, 60, you know, 70 hours. So, and I'm making more than I ever have. So if you're listening, you're like, gosh, I just feel like I don't have the time. I really want this for my life. I want this for my family. What she's going to share with you guys today applies. So if you've got a little bit of time or you've got really big income goals, these concepts and principles principles will totally apply to you. So then for you, what, what transitioned you to be able to like do the scaling? Did you uh, work on your mindset first did you start to implement some systems did you get some support like what exactly did you do so
1: all of the above okay a hundred percent obviously I'm in the business of mentorship as are you so I'm a hundred percent behind that but not just because it's my business but because it's what actually helped me right really break through and I, I I'm I'm I know that we can grind it out, but if you want to do it faster than you ever thought possible, you have to come at it from a level of an aware of a, a level of an awareness about how things work that you don't have right now. Well, how are you going to get that level of awareness? How are you going to change your perspective on what you're actually doing if you're in the weeds from working from that level? It's like a closed loop. And and the way out is to to work with someone who's coming at it from a whole different level of awareness and then they can bring truth to how you're showing up and if you're willing to listen to them and act on it because not everyone is willing to they want it to be magic sprinkles and it's not you have to do things differently okay (laughs) okay then you can have major breakthroughs in a short period of time so i did do that i studied quite a bit okay and then I, you know, I talk about there's three, three ways to make more money. You can sell more of what you already sell. So that's quantity, okay? Sell more widgets, okay? There's raising your pricing, okay? And there's adding a new channel of income. I don't care if you're Beyonce or Richard Branson, like there's only three ways. It, it goes into one of those three ways or a combination therein, okay? And yet we make it very complicated. So for for your audience in the network marketing world, it's probably selling more, right? Mm -hmm. It's quantity versus raising your prices. You have sort of a parameter or well already in in there. But either way, you have to get through the mindset blocks that keep you from doing the things that are going to do that, okay? Absolutely. So So now you know, I need to sell more. Mm-hmm. it's like, it's not rocket science, right? It's like, we need to do more of these things. Okay, <laughs> what's stopping? Then the next question you have to ask yourself, and this is where the idea of the unstoppable woman comes in, is like, well, what's actually stopping me from doing that? And it's not the kids, guys, okay? We think it is, but it's not. Okay, like people think it's the kids, it's the husband, it's the school, it's a this, it's COVID, it, you know, and it's not to say that th- those aren't real um, parameters in your life. But and this is gonna perhaps rub people the wrong way. <laughs> okay, then I'll I go always there. say pull up your big girl panties. Like Yeah, exactly. It's like get over it. Like, yeah. do you want it or do you not want it? If you really want it, if you want it badly enough, you'll figure out child care. you'll figure out boundaries, you'll figure out how to set your life up. You'll figure out what your your commitments to your family are and what your commitments to your business are. And you're gonna make clear decisions. And okay. anything that's stopping you requires you to look at what the subconscious belief is that's keeping you from making a clear decision that is pro-growth for everyone involved, okay? Mm -hmm. And and that's, I had to move through, so that's point number three, would be I I had to move through the, the belief structure that was no longer serving me. It served me as a child, it got me to a certain level in my life in my business, but it wasn't going to get me to that next level. And I either could be attached to it and say, this is the right way of living in life because this is what my parents taught me. And this is how I was raised. This is, this is for sure hundred percent the way it works. Like I can't do that because my kids need me would be an example of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, or I can have a different perspective on it. Law of relativity. How am I, how could I look at this differently in order to create growth for everyone involved. And that's a really key point, which is I, I had to learn that we live in an easy and abundant universe. Like it's more life for everyone. It's an expanding universe. It's growing. And this idea that it's win lose, like if if I make this decision in favor of myself, it's going to hurt other people. That's a win lose um, scarcity mindset, it's not abundant, it's not expansive. The truth is, if, if you have a true desire that you're going for and, and you really want it, you going for that is gonna be expansive for everyone. Do you have to figure out how to navigate that? Absolutely, oh, you yeah. know, it's not just <laughs> automatic, but if you really want it, you'll, f- you'll do the work and you'll figure out how to make those kinds of decisions.
0: Oh, there's so many things. So two, I'll, cause I'll share with you what they, what they always tell me that they're confused on. But the other thing, and this is why I think the unstoppable woman, just that concept is so powerful. And I always say, I really believe it starts with us because if we change at home, our husbands, like, they're going to respond differently to us. They're going to show up different because they're happier, right? Their wife is happy and you're a better mother that way. And then he's showing up different at work and then that's impacting your community. And then we're virtual, we're online. So this is global, you know, but I think that there's a fear around that because like, for me, the hardest thing ever was telling my husband, I, I waited three months to tell him I tripled my salary. I had a little spreadsheet ready to go. Cause he, he likes, he's like likes numbers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, honey, guess what? Look, and he was like, really? Like, he thought it was like, pretend that I was on my computer all the time. And I'm like, oh yeah. And um, it keeps going up and I'm going to quit my job. And he's like, well, what are you going to do for the next 20 years? I'm like, be awesome. Like, he didn't right. get, like, he didn't get it, you know? And he's, now he's like, oh, sweet. Like, go work. Because <laughs> <he's laughs> you're like, doing great. Because yeah. I'm doing great, you know? Yeah. But like, for me, there was so much fear to face my husband, who's my best friend, because there was all these limiting beliefs, there's all this like, I was supposed to have a job. I was supposed to have a salary. That's like what, how he was raised. And for you as an unstoppable woman, like what I hear from you and I I was looking at your website and all the stuff you're putting out there, it's giving you the tools and the confidence to say any dream you have, you don't have to explain it. Yes. You have to share and educate and say, Hey, this is what this looks like, but you are allowed to have that. And not only are you allowed to have that, it's divine. You have any, any dream planted in your heart, you have to honor. Like if we all do that, then that's how we get in alignment. But one of the things that they're always telling me, so you can help with the practical application. And I know you've got some amazing sales experience too they are always saying, I don't know what I'm supposed to do every day. So I call the DMO your daily method of operation in your business. They, so we teach build on social media and, you know, offer value, connect with your ideal avatar. What's going on in her world, like the psychographics, right? Like her, what keeps her up at night? You know, that kind of thing. And they're always like, okay, I've got a pocket of time. Like kiddos are taken care of. And I'm just, I don't know what to do hear this all the time. I mean, I give, I've given them Trello boards and I've given them handouts and they're trying, like you all listening. I'm, you know, you know, I love you, but I want you guys to be successful. So it is that like, get out of your own way. So what would you say to that, Amira, as far as them feeling like they don't know what to do? Is that just a limiting belief and they're literally self-sabotaging themselves by that excuse?
1: Yeah. Yes. The The short answer is yes, but let's go into that in a little bit more detail. So people understand and, and, and th- and understand that this is not about self-blame, that mm-hmm. that, doesn't, that, de- sure. that doesn't actually serve you. That actually keeps you trapped at the same level. When right. you start beating yourself up, that is a way that you're keeping yourself at the same level. So please, please, please don't do that. <laughs> Listen here, okay? Right. So we're going to go a little bit meta and a little bit deep here, okay? okay? Cool. So can, I think most people understand the idea of limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. okay? But where do they come from? Well, when you're very young, your biggest need is to survive. And we're programmed, like we come out of the womb knowing instinctually how to survive, which is I need mom, right? right. Dad subsequently, but mom, I need, I need her breast, right? I need, yes. I need food, okay? <laughs> and really human beings need their parents for so much longer than most animals that you'll see in nature like taking care of their kids. So for years, we're dependent on our parents for our actual survival. I'm talking life and death, okay? Now, how do we know that our parents are there to keep us alive? Well, we know that because the love is flowing. If the love is shut off, we think that the survival is gonna be shut off, okay? Mm -hmm. So then what happens? Well, then let's say mom has a bad mood. Okay. And how often does that happen? Right. Right. Okay. And, and, and snaps at little Susie. Okay. When Susie says, can I have ice cream for dessert? Okay. A really simple desire. Everyone loves sugar. We're all addicted to it. Right. Like this is, this is like Susie's normal, not, right. It's normal. Okay. But mo- mom's like at her wits end cause she hasn't slept and whatever. Okay. And she says, Come on, Susie, you know, ice cream's bad for you. And there's like this cutoff of the love. It's suddenly gone. Okay. Well, then what happens if that gets mapped over and over and over again? Well, then Susie thinks it's not okay to have desire, to, to ask for what she wants. Two big things. I can't have desire. I can't ask for what I want. Desire is causative. Desire is the thing that spirit gives us, the universe gives us, source gives us, whatever you want to, to call that that energy that is, gives us, that drives us forward, says, I want that. So you go for for it. Okay. Now we've we've come up with the belief that it's not okay to desire things. Second, think about what happens in business. The only way to move money is to make sales. That's the only way to move money from one person to another person. Money comes from the universe, abundant, it's ever expanding, right? It's like there's more money in circulation now than there has ever been in the history of humankind, okay? And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. But in order for it to be in your bank account, you need another person. Money moves through people, through sales. So you have to get good with sales. If you're afraid to ask for something, if asking for something is wrong because you might get rejected and you might be thrown out of the tribe, and if you're thrown out of the tribe, you might not survive, you won't do it. Mm -hmm. And it's very core. It's like this deep core, core instinctual, drive that gets mapped into our subconscious. And so when your client, when your, your woman is like, knows everything she has to do, you've laid out all the things, but she's not doing it. She is being driven by her subconscious that's saying it's not safe to do these things. Cause if you do these things, you might be rejected. And if you get rejected, you might be thrown out of the tribe. And if you're thrown out of the tribe, you might not survive. And yet she's 35. She's not going to, right? Like, like if, if the world, let's, let's just say all the bad things that could possibly happen, like divorce, whatever, like you're living by the down by the river under the bridge, you know, like if you really go there, like, are you going to go get a job at Starbucks? Are you going to go, like, would you actually let yourself starve? You just wouldn't. Mm -mm. Okay. And it probably wouldn't get even to that point, but like, but our subconscious thinks we're going to die. And what does it do? It distracts us. It puts us into confusion. It, it, it tells us we need to do this, take care of the kids instead, which I keep harping on that. I, I love kids. You know, it's like, so true though. But like, like, it's a big thing for women. It's, right? And right now,
0: especially with all this transition with online, in-person, all that, they're totally. all, that's the conversation every day I'm having. Totally. Yeah.
1: So it, it, I'm not anti kids. I'm not anti raising great kids. I'm not anti being a great mother. Right? I'm pro all of that. But, but you also but you also have to see like you have to look at your results. Mm-hmm. If you are not getting the results that you want, you are believing something that's causing you to take action that is not giving you the effect that you want. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not it's it's not more complicated than that. But breaking through. And changing those beliefs, that's where it's a little bit more complicated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even like some of this stuff is just running. Well, a lot of it is just running on autopilot mm. in the background. And it's it's not until you stop doing, because you're doing things all day and you're busy, Oh, you know, Instagram and then this and my kids and, oh yeah, uh, I've got this training to be on, right? We're on all these trainings all the time. But it's not until you stop and you get quiet and you start to explore this and ask yourself and kind of like... Okay, what's going on? Okay, I keep procrastinating. Like I sit down and then suddenly I'm watching TikTok videos. So, okay, but why? Why? Okay, well, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to prospect people and reach out. Okay, well, what is it about that? Maybe it's the way you're going about it. Maybe it energetically isn't aligned with who you are. Like that's what I went through when I was trying to start my online network marketing. It did not feel right. So I was like, okay, this isn't working. But I think it's it's getting quiet, you know, and it's taking that time to discover that and, and figure out. And that's why I'm such a such a huge advocate of of mindset work. I feel like until you can reprogram your subconscious to have a positive image of yourself and you really believe it and you just like you said the unconscious competent where you just start, you just wake up every day and you're like, okay, I can do this. I'm awesome. You know, and most of the ladies listening don't feel that way about themselves. So I think it's taking that time to work on yourself. So when you started to make that transition in your own business, how did you, because I know I asked when we first started, but how, what would be like a practical thing that they could take away from this conversation to start to see bigger results for themselves? Is it the day-to-day? Is it what they're doing moment by moment? Is it the thoughts? Like where would be like a good, like focal point for them, like some homework?
1: Okay. So, so many places that we could go, that <laughs> right. you mentioned, more time. yeah, like <laughs> I'm like, well, let's count the ways. Right. Um, so you mentioned prospecting and so let's that's such a key move the needle kind of activity. And yeah. yet most people have this fear of rejection that we just talked about. Right. Yeah. So how do we, let's just do a little mindset, like rethink, reframe on this. Yeah what really worked for me and how I built my business. And we, you know, we went from 138 to 700. We've crossed the seven figure mark and all of that. And I love my life, right? I love my business. I, I'm, it's made me more um, content with myself, not less content, right? All of that's yeah. really true. And I built it from the get-go on relationships. So I looked at that prospecting, not just, I mean, I kept good metrics. I talked to my clients about like, make love to the numbers. Like you got to have your numbers. I love your story about showing your husband, like, look at my numbers, right? <laughs> right. Like you have to, to be tracking things because our brain can, can make things up. Okay. Yeah. So, so our mind can make things up. So you want to track things, but I built my business on relationships. So when I looked at prospecting, I, I really thought, okay, how can I connect with this person? How can I, how can I build a relationship with this person? I don't even know if they want my widget yet. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. But let's, let's build a relationship first. And then I'm listening for the opportunity f- to take it to the next level. And to, if there's a sale there. Okay. And then it's still in the sales conversations, building a relationship, but when you do it that way and you, on the one hand, you build relationships on the other hand, you really own your worth. Okay. About what you're doing and you can, um, impress that, like who I am and what I'm offering is going to help you have more life. People are very attracted to that. So I would oh, yeah. give people those two places, like, like think about this just from a tactical perspective, like, how can I build a relationship today? How can I help someone? Right.
0: You and then,
1: that. yeah, it's so easy, right? Like it feels want to so like
0: good. And you also, there's some really powerful thing that in the mindset piece with that of you guys, when you just said about um, own your worth. And so this is the thing, when I'm chatting with someone about, I have a, a six uh, well a six month group coaching program and it's, it's not, you know, low price point, it's a higher price point. And when I'm talking to them, I know for a fact in my heart, when I, I'm talking to them, I'm going to help them get to six figures. I'm positive without it, they're going to fumble around for years or hopefully work with someone else at some point. But I'm not shy about like, Hey, this is my program. I think you'd be a great fit. This is the price points. Here's a payment plan. Would you like to get in? Because I know I would be doing you a disservice if I held that back. So for those of you in network marketing, direct sales, we've got a lot of people who do online events or parties. Do you feel that way about your product In your opportunity? Would you are you so proud of your onboarding process of you as a trainer, you know, to be their leader? Do you follow up? Do you, are you a person of your word and maybe there's a reason you're not attracting business builders to you because you're not even going there because you're not confident in that. So it's like, okay, the, the things that you love about your product and how it's helped your family, are you conveying that? Like, Like you said about the owning your worth if you have something you truly love and you're passionate about it and you've identified it like you said it's a discovery process like it might not even be a good fit for that person (laughs) like if you sell teeth whitening and they they just don't have teeth like that doesn't make sense right (laughs) um maybe they know someone who could use it but like have that onset the on the the initial intent is to build a relationship because you never know like you've probably had this amara where I've met the most incredible people just by connecting not not with the outcome like I'm gonna sell them but like just I just want to get to know them and see their story what's going on with them and, and I'll say oh my gosh you got to meet this person or oh cool watch this podcast or listen to this podcast. So when you go about it that way, it's so much fun. I love what I do. I never feel like I'm selling. It doesn't feel icky. And I don't prospect anyone, like at all. Right. (laughs) right. It changes the whole entire thing.
1: Changes the whole dynamic. I actually, I don't even call it prospecting, but Mm -hmm. you know. And the the other thing to to really put into the mix here is the first law of receiving is giving, without Mm -hmm. a doubt. Okay, and then people get a little confused because they're like, Amira, I give all the time, and people take advantage of me, (laughs) right? And and there's like there's over giving, and there's giving from a place of wanting something in return, which is not the healthy place. Right. It's it becomes this martyr martyrdom kind of place, Mm -hmm. or there's giving just from a place of like this is what I do in life, and if you if you don't have that internal uh, quid pro quo, you know, that like, I'm, get, get, I'm doing this to get it back, mm-hmm. you'll be surprised how people respond. It's such a clean energy. It's like, it, you own your value, you just show up, this is what I can help you with, this is how I can give, right? And then people say yes, sometimes, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly, and it's, and it's amazing. Yeah. It is
0: amazing. And I'm really big into energy. And I love that you said the clean energy. So I know my people and they're obsessed right now with you at this moment. So wh- how can they work with you? Cause I, I know you do events and you do, I'm guessing coaching, but if they're like, Oh my gosh, like I want her help. How can they work with you? But also like, how can we, how can they connect with you on social media?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Let me give you a variety of different ways. Okay. We have a uh, page of free stuff that they can just dive into yes. and like binge binge content you know consume and that's at the unstoppable woman so it's with a the the in front so the unstoppable slash free stuff and we have our podcast there we have a morning mindset because morning routines are so important um, there's there's all sorts of there's a money breakthrough system there's how to jumpstart your goals there's like all all sorts of things there, um, all that you can download free um, totally go go grab all of that. Then the next thing that they and the podcast is a really great place for them to just. We put out three podcasts a week. It's great content. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're, amazing. Yeah, um, and then we do something called the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, and that would be the next place that I would really lead people to. We have a virtual summit coming up in November, and that that's a run don't walk kind of event. People cool. who who come to it, it's it's immersive. They we workshop your goals. We workshop your mindset pieces. And and you'll have a breakthrough and you'll have an amazing next step action plan um when you leave. If you show up and you you go through the whole process with us. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And that they can find at the slash summit. Okay. So yeah. We'll link those in the show notes. So That'd if you
0: guys great. are listening, just look below and you'll see it on there. And
1: and you can find us everywhere on social media. Just search the unstoppable woman and, and
0: the unstoppable woman slash summit. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you guys are just gonna type it too, because sometimes when it this airs, it doesn't always grab the show notes. Okay, and then I want you all to uh, take a uh, screenshot of you listening to this podcast, and I want you to put it in your stories on Instagram. You can tag me at the Gold Digger Girl G O A L. What's your Instagram?
1: Uh, it's the Unstoppable Woman. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay,
0: tag us in it, and then I'll give you a shout out, and that way she knows that you you guys listen to it, Yay! so you guys can connect on social. <laughs> and um, I think that we definitely need to have another conversation because there's so many so many different things that we could talk about with with them. And um, you're just just your experience, but also the way that you teach is is just truly unique. It's just like the, the, the deep conversations where we can get to what's really going on, you know, and I love that there's also practical application involved as well. So y'all that's your homework, go find her, uh, go check out our website, opt into her freebies and start digging into that content. And thank you, Mary, for being on today. It was such a pleasure.
1: You are so welcome, Kimberly. Thank you so much. And until next time, get lit in your business and
0: set your soul on fire. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.